Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello, and welcome to the Transformation for Success show. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I'd like to give a big shout out to my entire West Day family and to my worldwide fans of the Transformation for Success show. I want to thank you for your comments, your questions, and your love and support, and keep those emails coming. I am so excited today to have on the show a very interesting young lady that I met some time ago. Her name is Miss Renee. A. Payne, who's called the Love Designer. And we have a very provocative show for you today. And for many of you who are looking for a relationship, you're trying to revive one that seems to be waiting, or you're trying to find real life solutions to find happiness, this is the show to listen to today. So I want you to call your friends and tell them to listen in. Or they can download the show later for their listening enjoyment. And if they wish, they can tune in live. Listen on Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time on the Women's Channel. So you can also access me on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can also download these shows through my website, transformationforsuccess.com. Again, I'm going to welcome you to email me your questions or comments about the show at info at transformationforsuccess.com. Again, that's info at transformationforsuccess.com. And I invite you to call in the show today to ask questions of Renee or me. I'm sure she's going to be delighted to answer some of your questions. You can call this number 1-888-346-9141. Or if you're calling international, 001-480-553-5757. Five four. Now to my guest, Miss Renee Payne. Hi, Renee. Hi, Barbara. I'm so excited to be here, and I wanted to say my name isn't Payne, but I know. Piani. I'm Italian. I know it's Piani, and so forgive I know me. It, people forgive call me, me. A pain, but I get people out of pain, and that's what I do. I get them <laughs> out of the pain. So you know, that's fine that you called me that. <laughs> well, sorry, I will get that corrected, Piani. And listen, I want to share a little bit with our listeners about Miss Piani, who's called the love designer. Well, Renee is a relationship reinvention expert and matchmaker for love and business. She's worked internationally, helping single men and women of all ages discover real life solutions to find happiness. She's president of Rapid Dating and a pioneer in the dating industry. She's also always sharing her secrets and wisdom with audiences to build community, and she inspires people to take time for love. In 2014, Renee received the Top International Dating Coach Award at iDate and the Woman of Achievement Award in 2016. She's a widely acclaimed, sought-after, inspirational speaker. You can, you can count on that. TV celebrity, and she's the author of two books, Love Mechanics and Get Real About Love. I read her book, Get Real About Love, and I couldn't put it down. So it has so much uh, information, many nuggets of information that I'm sure many will want to get this book, and she'll share later where you can get it. But she's also been on CNN, NBC, ABC, The Today Show, and Lifetime. You know, her work is just too numerous for me to cite, but she's candid, humorous, and she's out making magic every day for people who are going through transition in their love lives. She empowers them to get real 
with their heart. And from the first time I met her, we just clicked and I knew there was just instant chemistry. And this woman has dedicated her life to spreading the love and supporting various charities with all of her events. So not only is she inspirational, she's a great speaker, she's dynamic, but she's also generous in her support of people and other uh, nonprofit organizations. So I know the listeners, you're going to benefit from this show today, and especially about a topic that's so near and dear to many, many folks concerning relationships and love. So again, call your friends. Please be sure to have them download this discussion if you're not able to listen to it live, because she's going to inspire many of you with her story of finding her own love partner, but most importantly, sharing her get real about secrets to finding true love. So Renee, I want to just ask you, I got a lot of questions, so so get ready, girl. (laughs) I'm ready, I'm ready. This is so much fun. When I met you, you're just so, you're full of love, and and we really did have that heart connection, and people out there, millions of them are brokenhearted, so I, I, and you know, some people just give up, so I'm so excited to share some of this wisdom today. Well, I, I'm excited, too, because truly you've become a real champion for real love. Now, Renee, you've been in the love and dating business for about 25 years. And I want to ask you, what was your main motivation that led you to do the work that you're doing today? Well, it was interesting because I got asked to do makeovers for a class for single men who were going through transitions. And that was when mm-hmm. I knew this was going to be my job. Um, I walked into a room of men that were lonely and sad and disappointed, and I realized all the women that are out there and the men that are listening, many of you did not have the official Prince training that women believe that you have received through somewhere in the ethers of God. Um, and I realized then that there was some work that needed to be done, some inspiration to give the hearts of men insights into the minds of women. And that was what sparked the light to, to coach before coaching was even popular. So that began my career. I had a whole line of men waiting for me in the back of the room asking me questions, and I knew I that I was going to give them some inspiration. Well, you know, my heart is so good, full of gratitude for you for doing that because I think oftentimes uh, there's so many things for women out there, and there have been for many years. There are all kinds of talk shows. There are all kinds of help for women. But sometimes, you know, I've often noticed that the men are overlooked, and they need love, too. They need help, too. And I really, really appreciate your uh, sharing about the Prince training because I'm not sure that many men have really thought about that, and I'm sure you've helped so many men. And I have a heart for men, too. But who trained you about love and relationships? You know, because I always feel you can't give unless you've you've received yourself. So how in the world did you get into, you know, who trained you? Well, I I have been interested in this field, of course, just like most women my whole life. But when mm-hmm. I was younger, I mean, I'm in my 50s now. There really wasn't no very, very many role <laughs> models uh, uh-huh. for me then. So I started to do a show like what you're doing now called Love Works, and I was on the radio. So I was doing investigation. I was like an investigator, and I went to school to study psychology. I became a hypnotherapist and a practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. I was very interested in metaphysics and spiritual practices. So combined with all the years of working in the trenches with singles was really how um, I developed the processes that I came through. And most of all, I went through heartbreak myself um, watching women in my family go through divorce and infidelity, and it went back four generations, as you wow. read in the book. So I mm-hmm. was on a quest to 
find a way for love to work for me, and that's why I called my show Love Works. So I have been doing this for, gosh, I mean, even when I was young, I was always the one to help people with their problems. It's a natural gift, and in my family, my mother was very uh, a healer of the heart, and Mm. as it turned out, it went back five generations. So it's really more of a ministry for me um, Mm -hmm. to assert. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual work that I do. And then when I pioneered the first speed dating company called Rapid Dating, that's when I got to see the, all the different generations date differently. So I was working with people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s and 60s, all from different cultures. And it gave me a different purview than anyone I know in the field because I got to work single-handedly with over 500,000 singles over these last thousand, gosh, 20 some 25 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it was like it was like I was given this opportunity to see mm-hmm. the hearts of people and their needs in a deeper way. Well, you know, when you talk about rapid dating, explain a little bit to maybe some listeners out there that may not know what rapid dating is. Well, rapid dating was the first non-denominational speed dating. And what it was was an opportunity for different age groups mm-hmm. to have a five-minute interaction with someone from the opposite sex and even, you know, the same sex. We, we did it for, for gay and straight people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was amazing to watch people. And you could see the different opening, like people with open hearts and people that were shut down. So they would sit for five minutes, talk, and then they would say yes or no that they wanted to meet each other again. And through that process, uh, in all different cities around the country, I was flying around training people and doing events in Arizona, in Philadelphia. I did I wow. in Miami. Um, we were in um, Atlanta. And I was a Wonder Woman flying around training people and putting people together. But more importantly, seeing... Uh, the challenges between the ages of men and the things they learned and what women have learned. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is where I came up with, you know, the whole process of letting people really become aware of the phases of love and the different age groups. Because women that are over 40, if, if women are listening to this and you're 40 and up, you got to remember you're usually dating men like 5 to 10 to 15 years older, and if they were brought up by old school 50s moms, they're not used to our power. They're not used to our energy. And we mm-hmm. all were a part of that whole sexual revolution group. But the men are just now catching up because, ladies, I'm telling you, and men, if you're listening, you are more sensitive, actually, than women sometimes and Absolutely. very private about your insecurities and your challenges with women. So I've become a confidant. Actually, right now I work for an international company, and I do video streaming live with seven to 10,000 men every other week talking about their challenges. So women, men need us to guide them with our love, not our pissosity and you know, irritation right, that these right. guys aren't stepping up. And I used to do these events, Barbara, and some of the women were, frankly, very, very mean to men. And well, men yeah. were, you know, <laughs> the men were like, wow, you know. So ladies out there, we are this powerful force of the heart to lead men with our love and our wisdom. And there are some wonderful, wonderful men out there, but sometimes they get intimidated by wonder women like us, you know, always here and always there and always serving and believe me, men didn't like it because I was busy all the time. When well, I was single, when I was single, it was rough. But you, 
one of the things I, I don't want to interrupt you on this, but one of the things that, you know, when you talk about women being mean and you talked about, you know, what were our primary, you know, role models for relationships? And, you know, it goes back to our, our early upbringing and who taught us about love and where did we get guidance? And for myself, I come from, a you know, the traditional family mom and father in the home where we catered to my dad. Uh, mm-hmm. And there was, but my dad catered to my mom. So I saw a whole different sort of scenario maybe than a lot of women uh, have been exposed to. And maybe that, you know, little hardening of the heart that maybe they saw some things in the home that were not positive. So they bring, we bring our past with us. And so a lot of times, unless you can, you know, work through that, uh, Renee, I can see how women can bring that. And maybe they have a bad relationship, which also adds to it because I used to say, because their picker was wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, it's really what you're speaking about is what my whole entire body of work is because I got led into my work from seeing pain, and I got led into what I do because I wanted to heal myself. Mm-hmm. So as you know, my book, uh, Get Real About Love, is really my story of healing my heart and finding true love after helping thousands and thousands of people find love. My mother used to say, when are you going to slow down and let somebody love you? When? But my imprints, what you're speaking of, or I call in my book love imprints from your role models. And when you look at the world today with the fast-paced Internet and everything that's happening, the divorce rate is skyrocketing worldwide. People are waiting longer to get married because they have walls of pain from their modeling. So if they had a father that left or a mother that wasn't right. present or, or a young man may, may be brought up by a single mom who's bitter because the husband took off or vice versa. The husband ends up raising the children because the mother ended up, you know, in a drug rehab and an alcoholic or whatever happened. So all mm-hmm. of us have something. And when you really look back um, through your whole childhood, who were your role models? If you had yelling and screaming or abuse, right. sometimes you, you put up a wall, even unconsciously, and that's what I help people to do. And I had to learn that because I would go to therapy and say, why do I keep attracting unavailable men? Well, hello, my role models from my great aunt mm-hmm. to my grandmother, my great-grandmother, all the way back all told me that men would leave me leave me with children and I needed to become independent. So whatever imprint you've gotten placed in that beautiful heart of yours, male or female, you have a young, you have your little girl and little boy and then you have the grown-up you and if you're not heading in one direction aligning your vision, you will often get messed up relationships and that's right. what I see again right. and again. One of the things you point out in your book, which I uh, advocate, and that is really having a conversation with yourself and doing what you call a reality check, mm-hmm. um, taking a look at at where you are in your life. And really, to me, you know, I always talk about you have to know who you are. You have yeah. to know who you are. You have to be very clear about who you are. And maybe in terms of before jumping into a relationship, uh, knowing who you are, knowing what you value. Because really, and you talk about it in your book, until you're really able to understand who you are and what are you looking for right now, what happens? What happened? How do you advise people to do that? And how do you get them to really, because it's difficult to look at yourself. It's really, really difficult. It's not easy. (laughs) 
to have well, that you we know, it, my mission is to help people develop that deeper relationship with their own heart mm-hmm. because the way you treat yourself and the way you're dreaming of being treated by your partner has to be aligned. So if you're being mean to yourself or doubt yourself, most people, especially really busy wonder men, women and supermen, they're so busy, right, trying to take care of business that they think that because they're super successful that love's just going to show up at their door, but they're not looking at how they're really um, how they're showing up in the world. So when you go out to find out more about your deeper heart, most of the people who call me are really busy, successful. You know, I, I work with a lot of famous people. I've been doing, it's been amazing, the men mm-hmm. and women. Ladies, you wouldn't believe how sensitive these men are. These are presidents of companies, lawyers, doctors. When you think about people that are highly educated, there isn't classes that teach you how to really get to know yourself or no. what to ask and how to align your vision. And all of that is is spiritual work, so I try to put it in a format that makes you ask your, yourself the, the so, important questions so that you can, when somebody... So, Renee, yourself, I'm going to have to stop you right there because we've got to take a quick commercial break. And okay. I want the listeners to stay right there because we're going to be right back and we're going to talk about looking that reality check. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to my with my guest today, Renee Piane, the love designer. She is a relationship reinvention expert and matchmaker for love and business. And we were just talking about something so important, and that's a reality check. But most importantly, Renee was sharing about how men out there have needs too, and how 
She's been in the love and dating business for about 25 years, so I'm really picking her brains today to find out a lot of secrets that I know that you're interested in. Because really, Renee, I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced a topic so that people are so widely interested in, and that is about love, about how do you maintain relationships. So I have a quick question that was sure. sent in to me, and it's what secrets can you give to people getting back into the dating game after a bad breakup or divorce? How can they trust and love again? Well, you know, on the back of my book, uh, it was so funny. I put, <laughs> it says, open your heart to trust and love again. Normally, when people go through breakups, when you go through the work in my book, Get Real About Love, it makes you look at the patterns. I call mm-hmm. it a love loop. People usually that, that are going through breakups where they have a pattern of dating people that are unavailable, like I did. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I <laughs> yeah. had to take a look at the woman in the mirror, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I looked. You have to take a look and be gentle with your heart when you're going through breakups, right? And really look at at like the beginning. So when people come to me in coaching, usually it's when they're broken up or they got dumped by somebody quickly and they're in shock, right? So Mm -hmm. the only way that you can open your heart up to love again is to take a look at the pattern to see if you rushed into it, to see if there were signs along the way, Mm -hmm. to see if that little girl or little boy jumped into that relationship for the hope that that love was going to fill that part of us that feels, mm-hmm. you know, an emptiness some side. I don't, right. sometimes. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew when I was running around the country, I would, I have all my journals. One part of me was like, this is so much fun making such a difference in other people's lives, but what about me? And often people will, will date or get involved with somebody thinking they won't get hurt, right? And I call mm-hmm. it a temp. So some people will say, I've been dating this man or this woman for two years. And then suddenly they just walked away. And I said, well, when you got into the relationship, was it really set up? Were Mm -hmm. you really aligned with both of you wanting to go toward a goal? Or was it just for fun and you thought, oh, I'll I'll convince this guy or this woman with my love. And you overgive and overlove and then you find out two years later that the person really wasn't even on the same page as yourself. And I would say, Barbara, that probably 50 to 70% of the people that I coach knew in the beginning often that they weren't really aligned, but they thought that they could change the person over time. I so when over and so, over. I hear that a lot. Right. Uh, oh, I people thought married for change. the wrong reasons. Uh, and feel that they can change someone, knowing that you can never change someone. You know, um, there's something else that you talk about, and that's uh, in your book, called Once I Syndrome. Mm. What does that mean, Once I? It's called, I. you know, it's interesting because hundreds of my clients, they'll come to me and they'll say, well, you know, I really want love, but once I get my website done, once my company is off the ground, mm-hmm. once I move out of this dump I'm living in or because I, I'm embarrassed to bring anybody to my home, mm-hmm. they always put love in the future. And I had the one-size syndrome myself because I was running rapid dating, I was teaching men's classes, I was doing radio shows and a TV show at the same time. And I thought, once things settle down, well, how are things going to settle down when I was amping up, right? right? So I would say, well, once this settles down then. So my love was always in the future. So I would say probably 75% of the people 
that I that I coach, they'll say, well, once I lose 20 pounds or once this happens, once. So take a look at what your once I is because love can happen at any time. And there's an integration that needs to happen with both parts of yourself. The little girl, the little boy, the, the grown-up mm-hmm. you, the, the Wonder Woman you, the Superman you. If you both aren't aligning and you have these one size in your life, you will be going around in circles. And you'll usually pick a lover when you're at a weak point and you'll go in a love loop. So if you have the one size syndrome, usually you're in a love loop and you keep dating the same person or marrying the same person again and again and again. Well, Does that you know make what? Sense? Um, you just that get back to maybe uh, looking at your yourself, looking at your what you call in your book your love lineage. Yes, the love lineage. This okay. is the key. This is the key to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And when I'm coaching anyone and they're involved with somebody, I'll say, you know what? It sounds fabulous. I just wrote somebody a note right before the show. She said everything's going great. I said before you jump in with any man or woman. You should look and ask questions about how they were raised and what their beliefs are about love. And when you go through this Get Real About Love process, I give all the questions that you need to ask without doing an interrogation. Like, were your mother and father divorced? No. It's like, tell me about your family, your mom and dad. And if somebody says, oh, my God, my father was abusive (laughs) and he used to beat us and this happened and that happened, then there could be damage. So you have to be careful because if they were brought up like you, okay, I ha- my parents had kind of a fairy tale love, you know, and then there was things that went on all around me with divorce and infidelity and lies, and my mom used to warn me, you know, be careful, be careful. So you look at the way a person was raised, meet their family so that you can feel the love and see if you're going to fit in because Love is a lifestyle that you're building, like a relationship to me, a mm-hmm. partnership, a, a sacred love like I have. It was my 11-year anniversary this uh, weekend, Barbara, by the way. Oh, wonder, happy and, anniversary, girl. <laughs> and we celebrate it like it's our first year of marriage. We get married every year, and we recommit to the commitment. But when we met, I said to him, you have no idea. I'm 100% Italian. I have a huge Italian Guido family. You need to meet him first to see if you can handle this, right? Well, it turns out he has six kids in his family and a huge Irish-Italian family. So our families fit. You know, we love to celebrate birthdays and parties. When I dated other men, they'd say, I don't like to celebrate birthdays. I hate Christmas. I'm not into family celebrations. That's not a match. But most people get attached to people before they look at the, like the whole, the different pieces of a person's life. So that's what I help you to do, to get real. Get real about who you are. And mine is family. I'm an Italian girl, and I love to give back, and I'm of service in the world. So I said to my husband, I'm here to do service in the world. You want to be on my team, be my partner, and represent love? And he said yes, but not all men did. They did not want to share me with the world like a man that would meet you. You know, you're such a right. dynamic woman. He has to be a special guy. So well, you all know, of Renee, you out there that have a our, special gift, you can find the right person as long as you're clear mm-hmm. and loving about way, the way you communicate about what you want. Well, I, one of the things I wanted to bring up, you know, that I hear a lot, and I'm sharing this very openly because it's like the timing, um, and you say that in the book too, where you meet some guy or young, a woman, and they're in the middle of a breakup or in the middle of a divorce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
What happens there? Uh, you know, because that can be very frustrating. And what would you say? You know, I have said to a lot of my friends who if meet somebody and they're in the middle of a breakup or they just got divorced. And I'll say, run, run like crazy. I, have to, I have to give you a different form, a, a different opinion, because my okay. husband, the man that the man of my dreams, who I had met in my hometown of Wilmington, Delaware, and this romantic story is in the book, uh, when I was 22 years old, and I shook his hand, and I said to his cousin at her wedding, I'm going to marry him. He is my husband. I moved to California to do this quest that I'm on, and he used to see articles about me. When I met him, as you read in the book, when my mother died, I slowed down for two weeks and ran into him in my hometown. He was in the middle of a horrible divorce. His second marriage, never wanted to get married again, but when we met, we had that spark. So he was he lived 3,000 miles away and was going through a divorce. So if I can go through it, I teach people how to go through it. I have to say this. Most people, Barbara, who are in the midst of a divorce have been already disconnected normally from their partners for a while. Um, and sometimes they were with the wrong person or they've grown out of the relationship and they want to be free, but they're doing the right thing for the children and they wait and wait and wait and then they finally get divorced. Sometimes divorces take two years or three years. Right, right. So the person usually that is going through a divorce sometimes are looking for a relationship. So I say do not, I don't say jump into it. I took my relationship with my own husband very slow. Plus, he lived three thousand miles away, and he was dating three women when he met me. Okay, so I advise a lot of people, and as a matter of fact, I'm having a whole course on awakening after a breakup or a divorce with a bunch of women, a divorce attorney. Um, next week it starts. It's called Awaken. You should check it out on my website. If you are going through that, there's no reason that you couldn't find somebody that's been married before. And often, men that are married love being married again. Okay, True. they don't have the same support as women do. So if you're a gentleman out there and you're worried because you're thinking, I don't know where I'm going to get support, you need to get support when you're breaking up so that you can look at the lessons and the blessings that you got from the relationship, not be so bitter, get real about what happened and how it got set up. Because a lot of people go through divorce, and if you say, run, 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 I have met so many men that are going through divorce, and they're like, I've been so unhappy for so long. I, I would love to love somebody. I just was in love with the wrong person. It, it didn't work out, and I knew it. So sometimes you could be overlooking a great potential partner, so slow down. But slow let it me down. explain. Let me explain. My, my question and what I was talking about was a person that you meet who claims they're getting a divorce or they're breaking up. Uh, well, that's they, different. That, that's different, but I, I didn't maybe clarify that. No, I thought you were uh, saying, that's no, different. that person and that's has why got, I said, run, and in the run, book, run. they got to be out of it. they got to be out of the house. Because they have to be out of it. Uh, be but, out of the house and signed papers that they are on their way to get, you know, separation, legal separation. And that's what I said to my husband. If you're still living with somebody, forget about seeing me. Call me well, when you're done. Yeah. It's Call a lot of stress and drama. You cannot and I know heal today. Somebody. Excuse me. I was just trying to clarify that a lot of people go through that process of the claiming that they're getting divorced or they're 
breaking up as soon as they get this or they get that, they get enough money. Uh, and then a lot of women get caught up in that trap. So that's why I brought that up. Not a guy who's divorced and, you know, as with your own husband. And, and No, he was pro- not divorced. He <laughs> was separated. He was okay. not divorced. So I was being warned everywhere. Don't do it. Don't date him. And I said, <laughs> I am not rushing. I'm going to be his friend. I'm going to see if he's re- the real deal. Mm-hmm. And I took my time. He was legally separated. He had moved out. He was on his own and was dating other women. But he did, and I just took it slow. So it depends. That's why it's important when you read the book, you know, all the phases of love that people are in. If a man or woman says, I just, you know, I'm still living with my wife and we're going to, we're, we're working on getting separated, say, you know what, you are a wonderful person. And when you're done with all that mess, call me because I can't heal you. I am a, I'm ready for love. You're not. You're in a different love phase. Move on. Because if he was if he was three months previous to that I had met him, I would have never dated him at all. I would never have, have become friends with him. But we took our time, and it was great, and it worked out really well. But it took two years for him to get divorced. Took well, two years. that means you took your time. And, you know, as you state, you waited and you were slow. You took it very slow. And yep. so that's a good advice for people who are out there that may find that they're in that sort of situation. Well, tell me, what sort of inspirational stories uh, that you can share with some of the love secrets to finding real love? Well, first of all, there's, there's so much to say. You know, you want to get, you want to look around. Most people, when I talk to them, they, they say, oh, there isn't anybody that has the kind of love I want. There are many, many couples that provide you with that role model of the type of love that you want, right? And I really feel that that's sort of what I am. Now that I'm married, I always prayed to God that I would be with someone that represented love, right? So that when people Mm -hmm. saw us, they would say, well, that looks like the kind of love I want. So I hunted for people like that. So I would advise everyone to look for couples. So I met uh, some inspirational couples, and I asked them how they did it, how they met, and I have a lot of those stories in my book. Um, It's very important for you to believe in love. So there was a girl that came to me. She was 50 years old. She had been taking care of her parents for many, many years. Um, She was one, had never really had real love, and I helped her to look at her heart and her imprints, which were very, very bad about love, and she did open her heart, and she when I redid her wardrobe and got her new pictures, I updated her profile online, and she met the man of her dreams, and they are getting engaged and married, and then there was a Wonder Woman who called me. She says, I can't find anybody that can handle me. So when I looked across all of her internet and everything she was doing, she was handling, handling her love life like a guy. She would put, she, her, her tagline on Match.com was, work hard, play hard. So how feminine is that, right? right? So I changed her profile around to make her more feminine in a feminine way, and she ended up opening her heart to love. Um, and now she's, That's actually, wonderful. I'm going to see her tomorrow. She's coming in town, um, and she's wants to meet up with me to give me a testimonial. Thousands and thousands of people that have that switch because they opened their heart. They finally believed in themselves to say, I deserve to be loved. So most of the couples that um, I've set up, a lot of them had heartbreaks, 
and they went from that heartbreak to happiness by becoming happy with the, their own lives and putting it out there that they were ready for love. Even my Aunt Carmela, at 63 years old, met her husband after her uh, former husband had died of cancer. And she was scared uh, because she promised herself that she was never going to fall in love again. And I said, Uncle Jimmy wanted you to find someone. So she ended up opening herself up and went to uh, an Italian-American club dinner and met a man from her past. And they've been together now 16 years. Um, wow. And she mm-hmm. she believes that it's me because I, I kept pushing her to date him because she felt that, like it was too soon. I said, life is short. You have to put that energy out that you're open to love. And ladies out there, men, if you see a man that you think is attractive, I have a whole flirting technique of flirting with life. You really ought to just say good morning or how are you? Like, Barbara, when I saw you, you're like this joyful, glowing woman, right? You're beautiful. Thank um, you. And you have this glow. A lot of women lose their glow because they are carrying around too much sadness. And men have On that note, we have to take a break, Renee. I'm so sorry. But listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back because we're going to talk about what are the biggest mistakes most singles make while looking for love. So stay tuned with my guest, Renee Piani. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. If you're in an unhealthy relationship or you want to know what helps you avoid being in an unhealthy relationship, be sure to tune into Tamar's Relationship Transformations. Host, author, and certified relationship coach Tamar Neal uses real scenarios from her experience as a 911 operator and counselor to change the way you see potentially abusive relationships. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to Transformation for a Success Show with my guest today, Miss Renee Piani, who is the love designer. And she's written this book called Get Real About Love, The Secrets to Opening Your Heart and Finding True Love. And uh, Renee, I am so excited to have you on the show again and to just share 
all this good information. I mean, it's a lot I know you want to share, and I thank you for taking time from your busy schedule to share with my listeners today. One of the questions, uh, before we went on break, you were sort of giving me some accolades, and I want to thank you for that. I I like to say that I'm glowing and growing. But what are the biggest mistakes that most singles make while looking for love, do you think? I think that they listen to the naysayers that are out there that love is impossible to find. Uh, or they waste it, number one, they waste time with dead-end relationships thinking that they're going to change someone, which we talked about. They have to change their languaging. Everything you think, everything you say, everything you pray, which I'm a big prayer advocate, becomes your reality. So watch your mind, what you're Mm -hmm. thinking and saying to other people unconsciously when they ask you about your love life. Oh, it sucks out there. Oh, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. Change it Mm -hmm. to, you know what, I'm on a whole new plan and I'm really opening myself up. You have to change your, your negative to positive love language, which is in the book. Get support from someone that has what you want. Make sure that your role models and the people you hang out with are positive about love because if you have negative friends or Mm -hmm. people that are bringing you down, look around who is supporting you or not supporting you in your life and change that. Um, Also, rituals to keep you in the zone of openness. You have to learn rituals, daily rituals, and there's a whole manifesting love list. Like, that was so important for you to think about how you're going to feel when you are in love, not keep going back and ruminating over the past. Those would be the five tips I would give for Mm -hmm, today. mm -hmm. You know, it's really interesting. Um, I've been really exploring a lot with singles and talking about relationships, Mm -hmm. and now that I am a widow myself... Uh, you know, the, this whole notion of re-entering the dating field is something that really I'm not too interested in right now from all the negative stories. See, again, it's like hearing a lot of negatives uh, about dating and love out there and, and developing relationships. Uh, and so one of the things that I know that I've been curious about is do people ask the right, are there right questions to ask when you're on a date without making the other person feel like you're, you're on an interview? You know, are you you're, you're taking an interview? <laughs> well, that's why in the book I actually give questions to ask on dates. I think in chapter seven or something. It's about knowing yourself first, mm-hmm, what your mm-hmm. passions are. Like you have so many, and asking questions about the person's top values. So once you know what your values are, which mine were family. I'm sure yours is. You know, talking mm-hmm. about a man's passion to see if he has any fire in there in his heart because you have such a big heart. Knowing yourself, asking those questions. So people always go, well, what questions do I ask? I said, who are you? What makes you happy? Mm-hmm. Wow, what do you like to do on the weekends? And the man says, oh, I'm always away. I'm a cyclist and a bike, and they're never home. Next, I move on. I met some wonderful men that just weren't aligned with my kind of lifestyle. And then you see how they eat or you see how they they carry mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. But it's the way you ask questions. And when I was at Rapid Dating, I'd hear interrogations and I'd go over and go, please just ask the questions a little softer instead of, do you want kids? What do you, where do you work? Where do you live? What do you drive? You know, it isn't just about a person's money. It's about their life and their joy, if they have joy in their heart, if they're a happy person. 
So you'd see the negative people turning off the happy people and the happy people turning off the negative people or the, da- you know, the Debbie Downers, or I call them, you know, the Donald Downers. <laughs> right. Oh, this is terrible. So those people who are telling you those things probably have not done as much work as you have. When you lose a loved one like you did, it's very difficult because you've had that kind of love and you wonder, will you ever have it again? So you have to use that spirit of that wonderful person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to even guide you, you know, to find that special person. That's what I told my aunt. I said, Uncle Jimmy wants you to find somebody. He's up in heaven leading you. So open mm-hmm. yourself up. Mm-hmm. And she did. So I'm saying it's a spiritual thing. And if you don't realize that you're unconscious, from having past pain and hurt will run that little girl or boy inside of every person. You have to work with that part and convince them that you both are on the same quest to find love because if you've had some bad experiences, it could take you down the tunnel of darkness. So you have to get yourself out of it Mm -hmm. and you need support. Do you think, Renee, that one, knowing yourself uh, and then being able to frame questions to if you were on a date, Mm-hmm. Knowing who you are, knowing yes. what your belief system is, knowing yes. what you value would, would certainly guide you into asking the appropriate questions. Mm-hmm. I remember when my husband and I, you know, we were dating, we never really went out on dates. I mean, we actually sat around a kitchen table and talked about values. We talked about mm-hmm. uh, friendships. What do you feel mm-hmm. about vacations apart? We were asking some real, I mean, we talked about some real hardcore questions because I knew who I was and I felt good about myself. And that brings up another point that I believe is so important. This is just my own personal. This is Dr. B. I always used to tell my students, this is a Dr. B thing, that you have to be completely healthy, whole, in order to to have that partner to where mm-hmm. you're bringing value, and that partner's bringing value to you. Two healthy, whole people. I, I, You know, that is my theory, that if you're healthy in who you are, feel good about who you are, you will attract, in many cases, a, a similar person. Do you believe that? Yes, I do. Okay. And I know that I, I understand everything that you're saying. I did the same thing in my relationship. Um, what, I knew myself so well that I was here to do service for the world, and mm-hmm. I needed to ask questions to see if my husband would be aligned. Any right. person out there, you can't think that another person is going to be your other, that's going to be your other half. You're, you're a whole person bringing your joy, your lifestyle, your right. friends your God, your religious beliefs, your sensuality on the level that you're at. Everybody's in different phases, and that's why it's so important for you to get your heart open. It's, but with no, without an open heart, it might not be possible. And I always say with an open heart, anything is possible. And then when you ask, you're asking so confidently, like, here's the top questions. What excites you about life? What are you passionate about? I'm super passionate. You're super passionate. We have to mm-hmm. have somebody that has some fire, right? So they would mm-hmm. say, oh, I love to feed the homeless, or I'm so involved with, you know, little children, and, and, and I love, you know, to go in the mountains and take romantic vacations, whatever it might be. And then your heart goes, oh, somebody that loves what I love, you know, and it's never going to be exact, but no, you but find it'll be out a- the per- person's passions. Right. One of the things, um, you started out coaching single men, um, and I, I was fascinated with that, and we really didn't explore a lot of that. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But two things, uh, because I don't want to close the show without asking this, some of the, the things that you learned from single men, because what I, now this is one of my, my things, and I've done a lot of little research in this area, we're talking with some single men and some who've been uh, divorced, but uh, in terms of their own feelings of insecurity, because what happens is when they have had negative experiences, it's more difficult for them to get over them, I find, than women. Do you? Did yeah. You, okay. Uh, the insecurities that men have are so deeply embedded. It's it's mm-hmm. amazing. They kind of just push it down, mm-hmm. and then when somebody sparks their heart and then it doesn't work out again, it becomes new evidence that they were right about okay. whatever okay. happened. Right? Okay. Uh, women only want men with money. Women are, you know, controlling. Or, but I find that men are like little boys inside, and if a woman can tap in and find out that. It's almost like the man's Achilles heel, you know. Uh, You can say, you know, like if a man was divorced, I said to my husband, tell me what were the things that made, you know, your marriage go down. And he would say, oh, she didn't, wasn't appreciative. She was controlling and jealous, right? So then you can Mm -hmm. kind of find out the things she was critical she was critical. So a lot of men, when, when women are critical to them, that becomes, it's a tone of voice, right? They'll say, oh, my God, I never want to be with somebody like that again. So you can learn a lot about men by asking questions mm-hmm. when you're really getting close with somebody about that side of them. And we all have it inside of us. Women have that that critical tone, that monster in our heads that doubts us, right? So once mm-hmm. you can find out that part of a man and nurture that part of him, he becomes more bonded to you. And I have an ability to get under the skin of men because they trust me like a sister. Mm-hmm. I love to work with men because they're so private about their insecurities. Women, we have each other to go, talk, 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 balance it out. They're not going to talk to another guy about their insecurities Are you kidding? They didn't even want to buy my book, Love Mechanics. I don't want anybody to know that I feel like this, but this Mm -hmm. book changed my life. And Get Real About Love, they're like, holy crap, my little boy has control over me. Sometimes their little boy is what gets married. That's the man that got married, not the man, but the little boy. Because that woman loved them a certain way or triggered them. And women get mad. They go, how did that unattractive woman get that man to marry her? And I said, it's the way the woman makes a man feel. It's the way that she connects to his heart. Men are very deep. And and many of them have it inside of them, but they need somebody to bring it out. And, ladies, I am doing my best all over the world to help (laughs) that happen. That's great. Because I know you're frustrated. (laughs) <laughs> don't well, be you know, frustrated be a part of the solution that is so great Renee you know because I met you and I did get a chance to talk with you and know a little bit more about you and I know you're a beautiful gorgeous woman and I know that on a personal note you've had some challenges yeah. and you know health challenges we all do you've had challenges with your career but how do you keep motivated through difficult times um, I'm, I do a lot of daily rituals and I, you know, I take really good care of my heart mm-hmm. when I'm, uh, I, I did nearly die of an aneurysm and, mm-hmm. um, was very sick and a lot of people don't know that. I was mm-hmm. top in the world, uh, one day and the next day I had a health challenge that could have taken me down. So I use my faith to keep me in line and every day I wake up and I am very grateful. 
I um, appreciate everything. I, I only surround myself with positive people. I ask for help when I need it. And for busy people like us that are out as leaders in the world, it took me to get sick to ask for help. So I, I ask. I, you have to learn to ask for what you need. People will mm-hmm. not know what you need. Mm-hmm. And people like you, people that are healers, people that are out there, they, all, they will help if you just say, I need help. Right. So if you need so help, get help. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I've been through this transformation, my life has actually gotten more enriched because I look at each moment. Anybody that's listening, every moment of your life is so sacred. So put your hands on your heart every day and say, thank you for my life. Thank you for my body. And and do rituals, baths. And I teach a whole night uh, over at Sarah Richmond's for me, women, uh, about rituals and all these classes to help people stay in balance. Because I was a little out of balance, Barbara. I was doing too yeah. much for too many yeah. other people, and mm-hmm. I wasn't actually caring as much for myself. So now I'm doing both, and that's what I'm teaching now all over the world, balancing love and business. That, but ladies, men out there, if you work, 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 and you rush into relationship, you need to slow down, get real, look at your heart, and be gentle and kind. So that's why I gave you a heart. Everybody gets a heart and vows. Are you going to vow that you're going to take care of yourself? So that's Thank what I did. Thank you so much, Renee. Thank you. Thank you. As I close the show today, Renee, I want to know, do you have a favorite quote that I can close the show with today? I would say it would be the way you treat your heart, that more sacredly you treat your heart, will that will show up in your life. The, uh, it, it's actually right here in my book, the, uh, the way you treat your heart will be the way you will be treated. So treat your heart sacredly, and then people in your life will treat you the way you're treating yourself. And actually, the good book says, guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. So, Renee, you are such a dynamic woman and a busy one at that, and I just want to applaud you and just thank you for all the great work that you do bringing and helping so many people because relationships are a big topic and people are looking for love. So listeners, I know you've enjoyed hearing her incredible journey and the tidbits that she shared today and the love work that she's doing to help so many individuals. So I want to wish you much success and continued success on your journey. Again, Renee, thank you so much for being my guest today on the show, I'm going to have to have you for a part two because there's a lot I more. I would love it. I'd love it. There is a lot to share. <laughs> so and, this uh, is Dr. Barbara Young, welcome. your Transformation for Success radio show host, signing off until next Tuesday at 12 noon. Listen in as I'm going to have another inspiring and interesting guest. And we will bring Miss Renee Piane back for another session on the love work. Get real. Get real with love. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a very, very blessed week. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have an outstanding week.